With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome back to the Quack Report. My name is Carter, and with me once again is Nate. Hello, how are you doing, buddy? I, oh, not too bad. I'm uh, I'm getting texts coming through my Apple Watch. It's our girlfriends in the group chat. Uh, they're talking oh, about you and your sleep schedule right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's actually <laughs> fucking wild right now. <laughs> Carter up at six a.m. Is he sick? To which your girlfriend replied, "His sleep schedule is fucked." While he's trying to get it back on track. <laughs> yeah it was awful <laughs> earlier this week i was going to bed at 7 a.m and Ooh. then just sleeping till the middle of the afternoon <laughs> so what i did is i just stayed up as late as possible and then so then at like middle of the week i was going to bed at like one two in the afternoon sleeping until it was dark out like 10 or 11 um and then i finally just got it back on track so last night i went to bed at 11 and Got up at six. So, <laughs> oh, <geez. Yeah. laughs> I mean, okay. Like I know I've been like even even when I worked, those six a.m. was never like on track. I was still early, which I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a nice thing. I'm not I'm not complaining about being able to sleep past six a.m. on on like a normal day or whatnot. But still, <laughs> yeah, that is no. I definitely need hell. to push it a little bit later. Six is six is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 constant for the most part has still been like between ten and eleven during all of this um because i'm still looking for work and whatnot but um that's good Te- between 10 and 11 is still like respect it's not terrible and i'm like yeah. i'm going to bed between i say 12 and 2 i know it's a pretty wide range but it kind of depends on the day yeah so no, that's, or, that's I'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll say twelve thirty actually yeah but yeah there's been a couple of times where i've gone to bed at twelve thirty, like woken up at 11 and i'm like oh my god that was a long sleep <laughs> So, well, like, I mean, you you live that. Yeah. And I mean, you live, you live with me for what, three years. Like, you know how my sleeping is at times. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we got to talk about today, Carter? There's not a whole (laughs) lot going on. There's not a whole lot. No. Um, And unfortunately, our sleep schedules aren't actually that interesting. So yeah, (laughs) maybe we don't need to talk about that. (laughs) Two minutes is good. I woke up at 10 a.m. today to record this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That's usually me is like waking up like, oh, shit, we're recording in like less than half an hour. I better do something. Yeah. yeah. We switched roles a little bit this week. Um, But yeah, in terms of stuff to talk about, there's really not a whole lot. One little piece of news, some polls, and then our review of Goon 2. There you go. Which is is good. Uh, That's a good movie. Yeah. It might be a short episode. It very well might not be. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? But if you do want to hear our review of the uh, the first Goon, listen to our last episode. Um, You got a little bit of continuity there. You can listen to both of them without getting (laughs) mixed up. So. Yeah, um, I guess let's get into the news then. So the AHL, the American Hockey Hockey League, the affiliate of the NHL, has officially canceled their season due to COVID-19. 
Uh, so they're not going to continue the regular season. They're not going to do playoffs. None of that. It's just uh, it's just done and uh, start fresh next year. Um, I do have the uh, the statement from the league if you'd like to hear that. Yes, sure. That'd be good. All right. So uh, the American Hockey League president and chief executive officer, uh, David Andrews, uh, had announced that the league's board of governors has voted to cancel the remainder of the 1920 uh, AHL regular season and the 2020 Calder Cup uh, playoffs due to the COVID-19 public health crisis. So the statement reads, After a lengthy review process, the American Hockey League has determined that the resumption and completion of the 2019-20 season is not feasible in light of current conditions. The league's operational focus has turned towards actively preparing for the 2020-21 season. We are very grateful to the National Hockey League and its teams for their support and leadership in navigating through the challenges faced over these past two months. The AHL continues to place paramount importance on the health and safety of our players, officials, staff, and fans and all their families, and we look forward to returning to our arenas in 2020-21. Continuing on here with uh, the AHL statement uh, on the San Diego Gulls website here, uh, the AHL standings sorted by points percentage and statistics as of March 12, 2020 are considered final and official and will serve as the basis for determining league awards for the 2019-2020 season. Cool. Yeah, so I guess with that, um, the Milwaukee Admirals are the AHL um, standing champion. I don't know what their equivalent of the President's Trophy is, uh, if uh, they even have one. Yeah, I'm not sure. They are, I don't know, the AHL President's Trophy. <laughs> I yeah. really don't know. Their record is 41, 14, and 5. Dang. And, or 5 and 3, so that's that's pretty good. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the... Uh, the stats for our San Diego goals and see. Uh, I do have them. Did, but... I do have them here, actually. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, so the I could San only Diego. Find the roster. So. Uh, so the San Diego goals had played 57 games up to this point. We were 30, 19, and. Or, oh, sorry. 30, 19, 6, and 2 uh, with 68 points. So that's a 0.596 uh, win percentage. That's pretty good, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, our uh, our last ten games uh, at this point had been seven two one and zero record. Wow, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, for those who are a little confused as to why I'm giving an extra number in the standings, there the AHL goes by wins, losses, overtime losses, and shootout losses. Um, so we had seven wins, two losses, one overtime loss, and zero uh, shootout losses. In they'd our be last worth 10. the same amount of points, right? Uh, I believe so. I could it's, be very wrong, actually. Yeah. I, w- I would but imagine I, so. I believe it yeah. is. So it's just more to kind of determine where exactly. So, yeah, prob- probably just a different way of of writing it. Yeah, it's just because yeah, just to kind of clarify. So did yeah. you did you win it by playing three on three or did you win it by a skills competition? Yeah, you can which tell is I'm what the a, NHL does, uh, too. So, <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm not a crazy fan of the shootout. Like I, oh, yeah. I don't mind it, but it does kind of seem ridiculous to have a team sport ended by a skills competition, essentially. Yeah. No, it was it was fun when it when it first when came it first in, started, but it was kind of a shitty way to end, especially with how thrilling three on three is now. Like, yeah, you, you really don't want a game to go to a shootout anymore. Yeah, and I mean that's it kind of a, like that's a, a whole other discussion of like you know like extending three on three to 
10 minutes, but then you'd have to go run it by the Players Association and yada yada. So, yeah. But let's, uh, I, I think yeah, one let's, day. Let's get back to our goals here for a quick second. Um, I'm just pulling up to see if, uh, I was pulling up to see like who our, our top off, like our top guys were, like stat wise. Yeah. I've got that here, actually. Oh, That's what I was looking for, for while, uh, you while you were giving those ones. So, uh, in terms of points, uh, Sam Carrick. Uh, centerman for us who we recently uh, re-signed just last uh, week fin- yeah continuity win with- <laughs> yeah <laughs> he finished with 43 points on the season in uh, 46 games uh, 23 goals and 20 assists and he also he led the team while coming up to the ducks for a few games that's pretty damn good yeah no that is pretty good yeah that's that's awesome to see um leading defenseman uh who is also second in on the team in scoring, Chris Weidman, uh, he finished with 31 points, nine goals, 22 assists in 53 games. So yeah, those are those are good for sure. Sorry, is that? Do you say second? Because I'm seeing he's third here actually. Oh yeah, uh, who does who does it have as second? Uh, Chris Mueller, though it's saying it's his total. He had played 60 games, had 38 points. Um, it's kind of interesting yeah. with the AHL because you do have to take into consideration guys going up and stuff like that. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Um, he came from Syracuse. He was he was traded. So with the Ducks, or the, the Gulls, sorry, he only had 15 points. But, oh, uh, gotcha. Mueller, but on the season, Mueller would have had more. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes, that makes more sense then. That makes more sense. There we go. <laughs> um, but Carrick also led the team in goals with 23 and... At least the site I'm on uh, tells me Chris Weidman led with 22 assists. Okay. Uh, it looks like, uh, in terms of goalie stats, Anthony Stellars was the main man. Uh, actually not seeing anything else. Oh, this is under qualified goalies. Sorry, let's take a look at all goalies. Uh, if you're curious, though, qualified goalies have to have played uh, 1,200 minutes to be considered qualified. Uh, in terms of all goalies, though, we had Anthony Stolarz, still leading the pack anyway. Uh, played 39 games, had a 2.66 goals against average, a uh, record of 21, 12, and 6. And uh, yeah, that's those are pretty good numbers, I'd say. Uh, next there, we had yeah. uh, Kevin Boyle, who played 20 games, uh, was just under that qualifying number i guess he played 1126 minutes so what 74 if my math if my quick math is correct it's probably not um had a 282 uh goals against average uh a 97 and 2 record so oh sorry i should i just yeah. i should say their save percentages as well uh stellars had a 922 save percentage and kevin yeah. boyle had a 911 save percentage yeah those are those are actually really good numbers um, yeah for the for the AHL, um, uh, well, even for the if they were in the NHL and had those numbers, those would be fantastic too. So yeah, um, and uh, if we if we take a look at uh, not technically the goalie, but I love that they have this stat: the empty net. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the empty net played in twenty seven games, played a total of twenty two minutes and forty eight seconds, and had six goals against on six shots. Uh, has a goals against average of fifteen seven nine. That's hilarious. I, I love that. <laughs> it's okay. Just so you know that your goalies are actually doing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it looks like as a team. See, now this is where the numbers are a little bit odd because 
if you were to go between Stellars and Boyle, you have 59 games. But it is saying that it's only 50... Oh, 57 games played. Maybe for like as a team or something like that. Um, yeah, 162 goals against, which is a 2.8 goals against average for the team, it looks like. And a 916 save percentage. That's pretty good for our, our, yeah. our goalies. So... And considering yeah, the I, AHL can be kind of a rotation of goalies uh, mm-hmm. at times, yeah, that's, for sure. it's hard. It's hard to find consistencies like that. So that's uh, those are pretty good numbers there to see uh, coming from our our boys down in the, in the goals. Oh, for sure. I I remember when we talked about them at the beginning of the year, they were kind of like back and forth, just kind of middle of the pack. Um, but it seems like they really picked up the the pace like near the end of the season here. I mean, like you said, seven two and one in their last 10 games to, to end off the season. And they played a lot less games than a lot of other teams as well. So I think if given the opportunity, they might have increased that points percentage a little bit and, and and really pushed themselves into like the top of the division. So, Yeah, well, I think, I don't remember if you said it on air here or uh, if it was off air. Um, but uh, yeah, San Diego was sitting 12th in league standings, having only played, yeah, 57 games. But uh, I think at most was somebody had played 63, uh, which yeah. was the Milwaukee Admirals and the Iowa Wild. Oh, and the uh, Belleville Senators, it looks like. Yeah, so. th- there's a few lower down that also played 63. Oh, yeah. But Wilkes-Barre, it seems like Scranton, 61 Penguins. or 60. Yeah, 61 yeah. or 62 was kind of the, the dominant um, mm-hmm. number that most teams had played. But like there was quite a few that were still in the 50s. Yeah, the, uh, you had the San Jose Barracuda, uh, who played 55 games only at that point as well. So. Yeah. Um, and like you said off-air beforehand, um, the AHL is kind of like the CHL in the way that they play mostly weekends. So it's, yeah. it's hard for everyone to have at least similar numbers of games. Um, yeah, it's, and, it's yeah, and a, a lot of And a lot of those are back-to-back, sometimes even back-to-back-to-back. So, which yeah. they don't happen as often, but that's where you would probably have some of the discrepancies, so... Mm-hmm. And but. you know, with the Pacific, you got to take into account travel as well, which is a lot. You know, if if you're in the yeah, east, all the teams are so close together, it's not a big deal to play a Wednesday night game. But in the yeah. west, you can't do that. Um, no, and it's it's not often, like so. the it's not like the NHL by any means, especially money wise. Uh, these guys don't have like the charter planes, or they barely go on planes to start with. It's a lot of bus rides still, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It only gets worse once you go down to the ECHL. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but as somebody who had quite a few of uh, the team bus rides, those are always so fun. Honestly, so they they are very long, but they are fun. Yeah, team bonding, for team sure. bonding especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the Gulls um, put together a pretty solid season. Um, it sucks that they uh, had to end the way it did. You know, I yeah. would like to see them in the the playoffs and get. Get the guys some hard hockey experience, the young guys, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's quite unfortunate. Maybe it means we, if we see a resumption of the NHL, we might see some of the young guys get a chance. Um, yeah, since there, there isn't anything to lose at this point, so it'd be um, it'd be interesting to see them, some of them come up. Yeah, well, there's another question, I guess, and I know I've I had kind of been the. I'll say like the Debbie Downer, I guess, maybe in the in the past couple of weeks in regards to it. With the AHL canceling their season, is it more likely now, as much as Gary Bettman says that they're not looking into it, do you think we're looking 
a lot closer now at an actual cancellation of the NHL season and just saying, okay, we're going to just push it till we're just going to, yeah, same thing as the AHL. We're just going to focus on next season and, or even how, if we have, if they have to push it to December, like they were wanting to anyway, like whether they were able to resume or not. I, I don't know. I, because of how much bigger the NHL is, I can, I don't really see it affecting them. Uh, as much I think it's definitely a factor it's going to cause them to think about it a little bit more and be like you know do we have to play out the rest of the season could we just go into playoffs um, but I, I think that they're going to do everything in their power to to try and award the Stanley Cup this year yeah so I think I think it's going to make them think more about their options a little bit and uh, being a little bit more flexible but I don't think it's going to lead to it being cancelled necessarily yeah because if they were to cancel, that would only be the third time that the Stanley Cup has not been awarded. Uh, the last time would have been in 1919, I believe, uh, during the Spanish flu. So very similar circumstances if you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the uh, would have been 2005 because of the uh, lockout that took up that entire season. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's interesting to think about, you know, that yeah. that's that we're currently living through a time when we could see the third Stanley Cup ever not be awarded. And it'd be, sec- it'd be second in... Over 100-year history. Yeah, and it'd be second in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, second in most people's lifetime, which is yeah. wild to think about. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry for the people that it's their third time. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two pandemics, three lost I just want to watch some hockey! <laughs> yeah. Two world wars, like... Man, that's a lifetime of a lot of shit. <laughs> I, uh, I was, it was funny. I was actually playing, uh, just off the, I just want to, like, see some hockey. Um, I was playing NHL the other day and was listening, uh, to another hockey podcast. And, uh, cause I'm living with my daughter, right? Like I said, cheap rent and, uh, damn good home cooking. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she asked to just come in quicker or whatever. And so then, yeah, there I am laying on the bed. I got the jerseys all over my room and playing NHL, listening to a hockey podcast, and she's like, you just can't get enough hockey, can you? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I need yeah. it back. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, it sucks right yeah. now, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, as much as I want it back, though, like everything just keeps pointing to, yeah, I know it's a lot of money lost. Like we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, like close to the billions, oh, but yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Like every week that goes by, and especially with the AHL canceling now, I don't really know actually. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with some of the uh, some of the things put in place or like put like kind of put forward to if they were to continue, and it would be like full face shields, no scrums uh, after whistles or anything like that. So you eliminate fighting altogether, especially. Um, and like no spitting on the ice and stuff like that. Like some of it's like, yeah, okay, no spitting. Sure. That's fine. But like things yeah. like scrums and whatnot, it's like, how are you going to manage that mm-hmm. even? Because like, like is that even you, hockey you, anymore? You get, you Does that even playoff the, hockey? Yeah. Like you just get into the, the heat of the moment even, right? Like, like even when you and I played ball hockey together, right? Like, yeah, it's not physical by any means, but there were definitely times that there was some pushing and shoving. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're in close contact with people, you know. Yeah, like things are gonna goals, happen. Like, so well, things are happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, and also, we it's, know how the NHL 
like the referees like to just throw out, throw out the rule book for a new one during the playoffs, right? So you have mm-hmm. that playoff officiating with really no way for the teams to kind of stand up for themselves if something happens. Yeah. Right? Because really that's that is where a lot of the fighting comes from, right? Is um, like, okay, maybe the refs aren't doing something or like just a way to stand up for your teammates. And yeah, exactly. It's, Taking oh, man, the rule it's book into be, your own hands, yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, just kind of an unwritten rule about that. Um, I don't know, man. It just, but, It would just be so so different compared to how different i mean the playoffs normally are anyway compared to the regular mm-hmm. season but i just don't know how you even like yes you get to play but it's not gonna be the same game so yeah and especially with playoffs like you want it to be that physical emotional game and if you don't let that after whistle stuff happen it's not gonna be yeah emotional like like it normally is so yeah yeah it's, it's gonna or it's, it's gonna, gonna be so much pent different. up emotion that things are going to happen and something and else happens yada 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 yeah exactly gets out of hand and who knows maybe you because you aren't able to contain it because you know emotion is a human thing especially when it comes to hockey uh you know maybe something happens that somebody does get covid and you have to shut down the season and like you're shutting it down for good for the rest of the year so yeah, like, no, I, if like if again, hockey I, directly leads to someone getting COVID and transferring yeah. it to other players, like there's no way the season continues after that. Well, and there was a thing with uh, Mitch Marner earlier this week as well, and he was going to like the extremes of it. He's like, now, like, imagine if you were to start playing again and somebody gets COVID and they actually die as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, yes, it's again, it's a lot of money, but do you want to take the risk right now? Is it worth it? Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I didn't want to go there, but yeah, like I hate to say it, but I think we are looking at the cancellation of the NHL season. So yeah, which but it's just when is it going to happen? I guess so. Yeah, um, I think they're probably just waiting for it to be official. Like there's no other option because right now there's options. You know, yeah. a lot of places are getting better. A lot of places are starting to slowly reopen. If everything manages to go well um which is an entirely different conversation but if it does then why not start the the nhl season back up but if things go wrong i think that's when when things are going to start to be canceled again so i know there is the discussion of starting the playoffs potentially in july or something like that i would almost wonder maybe pushing that even and uh taking a look actually at the premier lacrosse league because they're going to be starting a, in in lieu of their regular season and playoffs, they're doing a kind of tournament style where it's quarantined. Uh, they're, they're a lot smaller of a league, so the entire league is in one place, unlike the NHL where you would have like kind of quarantined by division. Mm-hmm. Um, but same kind of, maybe not quite the same kind of contact to that, but there definitely is contact. There's a lot less padding to those guys. They will have the face shields in their helmets. Um, but that tournament will be about two and a half weeks. Um, it might be good to even take a look at them and see if it's possible, then make your final decision. Like You can have things in place ready to go to say, yes, we're starting. But yeah. it might be a good idea to take a look at something that like that that has the contact levels of hockey or that sort of thing um 
and see maybe how well it works. Um, Cause that league will be able to, it's, it's a lot different in terms of how they handle themselves and that sort of thing. Also being a new league. Um, but like it, there are differences, I guess, between the two, uh, like the PLL and the NHL. Um, but I think the NHL, that might be their best bet to see how it may work. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. If I, I think that's one of the best comparables in terms of, you know, contact and stuff like that. So, uh, obviously on a smaller scale, but you know, a, a lot of the concepts for, for planning an event like that would be like transferable to the NHL. So I think that that would be a, a good way to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add about the, you know, the AHL canceling their season and kind of where that, that leaves us or? Uh, I mean, obviously it sucks. That's one less hockey thing to watch. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, like if it does continue, it'll be different. It'll be interesting to see how, I guess if they do continue with the playoffs, like you're obviously going to have like your black aces and that sort of thing, but maybe you get to bring up a couple more guys or something like that just to do something with, or even you kind of have like your warm up preseason, and it's kind of like a second preseason for the nineteen twenty season, right? And you can try it. You can play out a couple more guys and get an idea for next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just an no, idea definitely. There. It opens it up a little bit for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, it sucks that the AHL had to shut down. Um, but you know, hope to see them back next year, and hope to see San Diego back next year, obviously, and uh, see if we can get that Calder. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, well, how about we move on to our Twitter polls that uh, everybody knows and loves that you uh, that you put on. So why, why don't you share those with us? Because you haven't sure. told me the questions yet either. So Okay, um, so we're going to start off first with one that uh, I actually did delete. Uh, I had posted it on Monday and had two votes. Uh, it was myself and my girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but just for argument's sake, I'm going to throw the question to you. Okay. And uh, and for those listening, if you want to just tweet us your answers to this, uh, probably just got missed on your timeline. Uh, but so the question is, would you rather fight 10 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Oh, man. It, that one <laughs> that one horse-sized duck is a massive duck. That is a massive That's- duck. That's, that is that is actually terrible. That's intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and with how how aggressive ducks are too, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that beak. Now but, imagine. Now imagine if it was also the duck from open season that steals the old guy's dentures. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse, dude. <laughs> um, the uh, the ten horse or the ten duck size horses though. I feel like that's a lot less to deal with. I feel you like know? you could just take a hockey stick to them or a golf club. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. As morbid as it sounds, if, if they were aggressive, <laughs> though, if they were aggressive, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, they're uh, aggressive horses. They're like they're like stallions. Yeah. They're wild horses. I'm assuming. Okay, yeah. Otherwise, like, I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm taming these ten horse size or duck size horses, and I'm gonna like sell them off like puppies. It's gonna be funny. Yeah. See, I think you've seen you the miniature beat, horse and the pony, the pony, but now take a look at the mini horse, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you beat like four or five, six of those 
those things, they would start to back off. They'd realize that they don't have the advantage, especially yeah. if you did them quickly. <laughs> so then, yeah, you could capture them, tame them, breed them, start a mar- multi-level marketing scheme. There you go. These, these ducks <laughs> or these horses. Yeah. Think about how much money the rich people would pay. Multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> Yeah, but also think about how much money people would pay for these tiny little, these cute little pocket horses. Oh, right, especially with how Dude. many little girls ask for a pony. Oh yeah, like you like, have like one that where you, you can literally a, have in your playroom. <laughs> where are you going to put a full size pony? You, you got a, a small one. Yeah, exactly. You put it in a cage in in the corner of your house. As cruel as that sounds, you let it run around the backyard every <laughs> once in a while, just like a dog. It's, life is good. It enjoys things. <laughs> But it also doesn't you know, trample your cat. So yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. No, so if I think, you, if, I think yeah. that's what I would rather do. That's what you'd rather do. Yeah, yeah I'd rather like have half the, of the ten and then just uh, breed the rest. See, now I'll just give both sides. So uh, for the ten uh, duck-sized horses, kind of had the same thought process as you of like, yeah, they're easy to beat or that sort of thing, right? Like, it's it's a bit more manageable, even though there's more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also to fight a horse-sized duck, that's going to make headlines. <laughs> that's true. You'd be you famous going if you to came get, out of that alive. You are going to get fame and fortune from that. Dude, you're going to get invited on Ellen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just think of the people that fight bears and come out of it alive. Like, yeah. they're famous for, like, weeks. If you, you start, if you you start fought, going you start going on Oprah and it's like, you get a horse-sized duck, you get a horse-sized duck, everybody gets a horse-sized duck, and then it's just absolute chaos in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you'd be famous for years. People would talk oh, about yeah. the man that, that fought the giant duck. Well, like, the closest thing I can think to that, like, yeah, you talk about bears or whatever, but I think about that video of the guy that, like right across the kangaroo like oh yeah <laughs> you still remember that, was, that years later <laughs> i i swear that was like over a decade ago because like video. the guy straight up punched a kangaroo and he stuck you around to that. see the kangaroo's reaction he punched it and then just like stared in its eyes yeah he the, didn't the kangaroo was just like he actually punched me Okay, yeah. I'm just going to leave him. All right. <laughs> if I ever like got so angry that I punched a kangaroo, I would run so fast. Right? Like so far away. But like that guy just punches <laughs> I would him and walks around. away like it's an action movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a hero, man. Yeah. A hero. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys want to answer uh, that question of the 10 size or the 10 uh, duck size horses or the one horse size duck, Feel free to tweet us at Quack Report Pod or direct message us. You know, slide in those DMs. Uh, all right, we'll get to our next one here. Uh, I think this was actually our. This may have been our biggest uh, poll yet. Actually, uh, is it that controversial? It got, it got. It went back and forth. So I won't give the answers. I'm going to let you answer first. So it was The Simpsons or Family Guy. That's a. Yeah, no, that's controversial for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really watch either of those. Uh, like, I've seen them both, obviously, but... Yeah. Oh, man. I think I got to go with Family Guy. I think it's family more... Family Guy? My, I think it's more of my type of humor. That's fair. Yeah. Um, you are actually in the minority on that, but it's by a... Really? It's, it's pretty slim, though. So, how I said this was our biggest one yet, we had 81 votes on this poll... Uh, which for us that's pretty damn good uh it got it got a few retweets from uh some fellow shows and people and uh and that sort of thing 
But uh, The Simpsons came out on top with a 54.3% win. That's very Compared narrow, to Family man. Guy's 45.7. For quite a while, actually, it was 50-50. It was insane. Oh, wow. I think The Simpsons has the advantage of being around longer. Around longer, yeah. But yeah, then I, you also had... Yeah, you have Family Guy, which... You know, Family Guy's everywhere at this point. Yeah, and it's been around for a long time, too. Like, yeah. they're on... Are they on season 30 yet? They've got to be close. Uh, No, not season 30. Is that what you said, no. 30? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I think they're, like, just under 20 seasons. Let's take a look here. Oh, um, I thought they were on, like, 20, 24, 25 by now. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Let's take a look here. No, uh... Oh, it looks like they just finished their 18th season, actually. Or they're finishing oh, really? it up. Uh, the oh the next episode is actually um, May seventeenth, so the day before this comes out. Yeah, so they're only on the eighteenth season at the moment. Okay, so uh, yeah, Family Guy started in nineteen ninety nine, compared to the Simpsons, which began in nineteen eighty nine. Uh, the Simpsons okay. are on their thirty first season right now. Okay. So. Yeah, no, I thought I thought both of them had been around a lot longer. Uh, no, don't get me wrong, that's still a long time. Oh yeah, it's still very <laughs> impressive either way for both shows. Yeah, no, for sure. So, but uh, yeah, the Simpsons took this one. Uh, thank you everybody for participating in this one. It was it was fun to watch the numbers actually for a while because I I think I left this poll for two days or something like that. Um, yes, we had uh, eighty one votes, uh, eighty five total engagements, and uh, but. It was seen on Twitter by 828 people, so that's pretty cool. Even if yeah, even if they good. didn't vote, we were at least shown to 828 least people. There, so, yeah. um, which you know that helps uh, grow the podcast, uh, at least the Twitter feed, and then it in turn the podcast, right? So, oh, for sure. Um, um, what, what's yours though? You're a Family Guy guy. <sighs> See now, like I love The Simpsons, but I have to give the edge to Family Guy just because I've watched it. More recently, I guess. And yeah, same mm-hmm. thing. It is kind of my humor. Um, but don't get me wrong. I love The Simpsons to death as well and whatnot. But it, it would have to be Family Guy for myself. Do you, do you think it, that it's because Family Guy has been on Netflix, at least in Canada, for a long time, but The Simpsons hasn't? And it's only just recently on streaming I, with Disney+. Plus. In terms do you think that's of, part of the advantage? Like for me? Or just like a family guy, like even being close to the Simpsons. I mean, it it could be, but also I remember even like back to like late elementary school and like middle school, people talking, like my friends talking about family guy and that sort of thing. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it was accessible. It was on like, yeah, you had reruns and that as well. Like same as the Simpsons, but I think just yeah. for whatever reason, people started to gravitate to it a bit more as well as the Simpsons. I mean, not to say that family guy hasn't, uh, this is, it seems like the Simpsons have kind of, dropped off though in terms of i guess maybe how do i put it like good content so i haven't mm-hmm. watched a lot of the later seasons to be able to tell you that like from a personal perspective but um but at least for myself it doesn't take the edge because of the netflix thing or whatnot because i watched the i watched the simpsons quite a bit when i was younger my uh my stepdad had like all the seasons up to that point like on dvd right so i just had access to them mm-hmm. and i did watch them quite a bit um but yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I just kind of enjoyed Family Guy a little bit more, I guess. So okay, fair enough. But, 
it's a bit it's a little bit of a different dynamic in terms of like a like a family dy- a dynamic and that kind of a setting so yeah but yeah, for sure um all right and then we go to our next poll uh at the time of recording there is two hours left in this but i think it's pretty safe to deem a winner though if it does change drastically i will bring it up on the next episode um so i had said it's poll time and breakfast time too because pancakes or waffles carter what's your pick pancakes or waffles both is not an option both is not yeah fat ass (laughs) (laughs) both is always an option okay both is always an option (laughs) especially when you go Um, to like ihop yeah um i think uh i think i gotta give the edge to pancakes pancakes yeah waffles are good but uh i just like i don't know i just like pancakes more i think maybe because you can eat more of them i don't know i've always had like thick waffles and like thinner pancakes so yeah yeah that's fair uh so pancakes uh you sided with pancakes and uh the Mm -hmm. majority agree with you uh with 32 votes at the moment at least uh pancakes are winning 59.4 percent to 40.6 for myself i'd have to vote waffles why purely because okay it's not a tart taste but you know kind of that tart feeling in your mouth Mm-hmm. And I yep. think it's because of the baking soda in pancakes, but it leaves that in my mouth and it just kind of turns me off a little bit after a while. Um, whereas waffles don't have that feeling in my mouth. So that's why I'm giving it to waffles. Gotcha. So now you're talking, you're talking like homemade waffles, not like egos, right? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Cause if you're giving yeah. <laughs> egos the advantage over like homemade pancakes, then that's fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking like homemade type stuff. So. Okay, that's good. But if we're but if we're talking ego wall or like if we're talking ego, the ego waffle wins over the ego pancake every day. Dude, they should burn those ego pancakes. Those right, are <laughs> they are yeah, bad. No, yeah, the waffles are amazing, but the yeah, pancakes the are not even close. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that. Those are the yeah. Those are the couple uh, polls that we have. So uh, if you'd like to participate in them, uh, I didn't get to asking Twitter for questions this week. I apologize for that. But uh, yeah, so if you guys want to answer any further questions down the line or participate in our polls or even just give us a hello or that sort of thing, uh, feel free to tweet us at Quack Report Pod on Twitter. Um, actually did have a uh, response uh, last week to uh, we had uh, Shane Van Nice uh, talk, uh, ask us a question last week of what was our favorite non-hockey uh, video game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did get uh, his take, actually. He had he had tweeted to us there. Uh, he said, I played the first Assassin's Creed, but now I feel I'm, like I'm too far behind to start playing them again. Uh, and I played the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the original Xbox or maybe the 360. It was the original Xbox. I can tell you that one for sure. Um, but here, Carter, I guess maybe you can... You can settle this because you know a bit better than I. Because uh, I've I think I've only played the first Assassins, um, but uh, for Shane here, do you feel like he's too far behind to start playing them again, or can he just drop into any of them? No, you can kind of just drop into any of them now. They did have a good, uh, no, not a good, but they did have a story that kind of continued <laughs> throughout them for the for the first few. But they're 
they're all kind of their own separate thing now. Like there's there's overlap and like, it's just kind of the same promise more than stuff. anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah, you can kind of you can kind of jump in whenever you know if you want to play some of the old ones. You, if you just want to get the newer ones. You can you can kind of just do it now, especially because they're more RPG based games okay. rather than uh, what they used to be. Like if you played the most recent one and then the first one, they're not. You wouldn't even think they're the same game. They're so different. So okay, I think I think you can just give them another chance and just even just pick up the last two. And well, there you yeah. go, Shane. Uh, grab uh, grab whatever Assassin's Creed and just go for it. You'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, did you played the original Star Wars Battlefront two? Didn't you? At least I the original Battlefront. I didn't own it, but yeah, I definitely played it at least a couple times. <laughs> Yeah, I had the well, I had both original Battlefronts as well. Um, yeah. Actually, we played it. I think in uh, in second or third year when we lived together, we, we played it a couple times. Oh yeah, because I yeah because I had the copy and we were just like, hey, let's pull out the old one. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, especially like the original Battlefront two. So many hours playing that game with uh, like with friends across the street and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so much fun playing that game. So many mm-hmm. good memories with that. So. Yeah, no, even just playing it a couple times, like it's one of those games that has stuck with me as being like just a really solid game. Yeah, and I remember at the time of like uh, them introducing like the space battles. Like, yeah, you had had like space Star Wars games before, but like it wasn't quite the same way of like, yeah, you fly into the enemy hangar and go like sabotage the ship from the inside and stuff like that. Like, it was so much fun. And like the new, the new Battlefront 2, like did start to kind of piggyback off of some of those old things as well on top of their own innovation to the to the games um so i mean that just kind of shows you how much of an impact it made so mm-hmm. but yeah maybe maybe i'll have to revisit that game this week that'll be fun the the original one yeah the original yeah no for sure definitely um old games are a good way to kill time so but uh, oh, and then speaking of video games, I guess we might be able to talk about this a little bit. Uh, I do have a I've so I haven't had a gaming headset since at least before 2013. Like I had a Xbox 360 it was the last time I had a gaming headset. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one coming in. Uh, it may even arrive here on Monday, but at the latest, it's supposed to arrive Thursday. And then uh, you and I are hoping to be playing some uh, some chill together, uh, maybe uh, broadcasting it on Twitch for our followers to watch us play and have some fun join us maybe for a drink or two yeah no that's something we thought about doing and uh yeah i think it'll be a good way to to keep up some engagement and we can do it over the summer too yeah exactly content coming out then so yeah um so i know we were nothing's really finalized yet or that sort of thing but i know we were talking about doing like a, a best of seven series uh play ducks versus ducks but then where uh our individual uh jersey so carter has the the black home jersey and i have the orange alternate so we just wear those jerseys and that way nobody's the bad guy for not picking the ducks <laughs> yeah um and then we can for once and for all see who's actually the better child player too yeah because you're playing with the like, same oh well teams. you got this team yeah yeah it's just more like how you use you how you utilize the team and whatnot so um mm. and then yeah like i said we have we don't have anything finalized yet but it would be nice if we could do we could set up like a donation thing uh, in some way or another donate to a food bank or another cause um so that's something that we're looking into right now uh if you guys are interested again let us know on twitter at quack report pod 
uh, I think it would be really fun for us to do so. And then even if yeah. like after we're done kind of the uh, say like the best of seven series, then we can just continue playing against each other or with each other against other people and uh, try to continue some of the donation stuff and that kind of thing. So, yeah, if we've got any like huge Chell fans in, that are listening to this, you know, playing competitively and stuff, I would love to play against you. Too. It would be so much fun. Yeah, I want to get yeah, my if you, ass if you just play absolutely against, handed to me. <laughs> yeah, if you want to play against Carter and I, let us know. We'd be down. Yeah. No, so. we've made a good team before. Like we've uh, we position locked and like sorted everything out, yeah. made game plans, and we've uh, we figured that out. So I, I typically we can get some two v two going. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. What do you you normally play defense still, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I I'm like typi- taking rippers from the point. So. There you go. And I'm typically either center or defense. Or it's not, not defense, sorry. Uh, center or uh, or goalie. So mm-hmm. there's uh, and, and that's very much like myself in real life, too. I'm either taking the face yeah, exactly. or I'm stopping the puck. So. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what do we got next on the plate here, Carter? That's all I got for the Twitterverse. Uh, so next on the plate, we have uh, some stuff to let you guys know about Cool Hockey, our well, my, one of my favorite sponsors of the the show. I won't be picking so favorites, but I do like so them for their, for their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM and hand-stitches them in their 15,000-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why CoolHockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. Uh, and if you buy today, you can get your first or next jersey from them for 30% off. Just use the promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Once again, that's promo code THPN for 30% off. Also, by using the link we supply in our description, we can receive some commission off of every purchase made through the link that helps us to make the Quack Report bigger and better for everybody, including giveaways, contests, Funding our own jersey collections, better microphones, <laughs> video cameras, all that fun stuff, um, as well as you know putting together like the uh, the Twitch streams that we're we're planning on doing. So yeah, uh, we also uh, here at the Hockey Podcast Network currently have a contest with the crew at CoolHockey.com for a chance to win a hundred and seventy five dollar gift card, as well as to be welcomed as a guest onto your favorite Hockey Podcast Network show, maybe even ours if you choose or if you're uh, if you win uh, and you choose to. Uh, All you have to do is order a jersey through the link that we provide, as well as use the code THPN, and let us know on Twitter what jersey you ordered. The contest closes on June 1st, with with the winner being selected on June 6th. For further details, check out the contest post on our Twitter account at Quack Report Pod, or on the network's account at HockeyPodNet. And if this happens to be the first you're hearing of this contest, and you're like, well, shit, I just bought a jersey, but uh, and you did happen to use the THPN link, um... You can backdate this uh, this jersey purchase to May first to be able to enter the contest. So there you go. Anytime, anytime over the last couple of weeks, if you've ordered a jersey, that one still counts. Uh, so what do you say we get into the our talk of Goon Two? Oh, let's do it. This is such a good movie. <laughs> I'm just I just want to get this 
out of the way right now, I think it's better than the first one. See, and like I, I do agree with it to a point. The first one's always gonna like have like the special place because that was the first one, right? But just kind of the, oh, how do you say it? I mean, there's such a time difference between those two movies because the first one came out in 2011 and this one came out in 2017. So there is quite a, there is like a, almost a, a time jump, like an era change, right? Like, which is mm-hmm. uh, even shown in the title itself, Last of the Enforcers, right? Because it was starting around this time that you didn't really have the Enforcer anymore. You had the, like the proto enforcer or whatever they decide to call it so it's kind of your guys like uh kind of like you're almost like your matthew kachucks in a way right mm-hmm. like they're yeah. they're definitely the guys who will stick up and fight for their teammates and that sort of thing but they are extremely skilled they aren't there just to fight yeah i'd say so. even like ryan kessler is kind of that type of yeah ryan like, kessler too yep to to use a ducks player as an example yeah there so. you go um, yeah, Ryan Kessler is definitely a, a great example for that too. So, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's just, it's, it's almost, it's the same characters, but they are two completely different movies because of the difference in time, I guess. So, yeah, which is crazy to think how much the NHL, um, or, or just hockey in general, I guess, changed in that time to basically get rid of the enforcer for these yeah. just big guys that have lots of skill. Um, so here I can uh, read the synopsis out for you here. Uh, a lockout has ruined or reunited <laughs> has ruined old teammates. <laughs> Let's start that again. <laughs> a lockout has reunited old teammates and brought a crew of new players to the bench for the Halifax Highlanders. Sidelined after one too many hits and now married with a baby on the way, Doug the Thug Glatz hangs up his skates and settles into life as an insurance salesman. But when Doug's nemesis Anders Kane is made captain of the Highlanders and new ownership threatens to tear his team apart. Doug is compelled back into action. Yeah, I liked how this movie really touched on the politics of hockey. Yeah. Um, a little bit more so, especially like the smaller leagues, like what mm-hmm. this one's supposed to be kind of the ECHL almost. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's interesting that they, they showed how the owner of the Highlanders, uh, Anders Kane's dad, I forget his, or Hiram Kane is his name. Yeah. How he's basically like, trade for my, like, we're making a trade for my son. He's going to be captain, and you're going to do this coach. Otherwise, I'm finding another coach. So, yeah, I, I really I'll like find how a coach they dived into that it. aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, no, I just uh, thought it was cool how they, how they got into the, uh, the politics of it. And it was more about the behind the scenes aspect of, of hockey and the enforcer role and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, just taking a look at the casting here, uh, Anders Kane was portrayed by Wyatt Russell, who uh, is a former ice hockey player himself, uh, American actor. Uh, he is the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Oh so shit! I didn't know that's, that. That's some uh, some star power there with your uh, with your parents. Yeah, um, no, uh, that's that's cool. And uh, he's actually going to be. Uh, John Walker, uh, U.S. agent in uh, the upcoming Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, series. Oh, that's his role. So yeah, kind I of saw he was in that. So. Yeah, kind of the replacement to Captain America uh, by the U.S. government. So um, yeah. I've I've seen a couple things with him in, but I've always uh, I've always enjoyed whatever he has been in. So 
Um, yeah, I was trying yeah, to figure like, out where I knew him from, and it's from uh, 22 Jump Street. He was the. Oh yeah, he is. He was on the football too. team. Right. Yeah. Uh, was it Z- Zook? Zook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Wyatt actually did uh, play some uh, some hockey. Uh, he was a goalie actually for the Richmond Sockeyes, the Langley Hornets, the Coquitlam Express, the Chicago Steel, the Brampton Capitals. And the Groningen Grizzlies. I'm sorry if you're from this place and I butchered that name. Uh, he also played NCAA hockey for the University of Alabama uh, Chargers. Uh, but it does say his career was court, was cut short due to injuries. So, Okay, cool. That's, uh, that's interesting. Too. Yeah. So. Um, and um, we definitely get, we get some... Uh, some current and former hockey player cameos in this. Uh, mm-hmm. George George Larocque rep- uh, returns to the uh, the, the movies. Um, Colton Orr. Uh, we do get a Ducks. We get a couple Ducks tie-ins here, actually. Uh, we have George Peros, uh, who is now also the head of NHL player safety. Oh, uh, I totally missed him in there. Yeah. Uh, he's in the uh, like the fighting match. Um, he's the one oh, who Doug shit. says looks like Mario. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I totally didn't even recognize him. That's hilarious. Uh, we have Brandon Prust, uh, the other Ducks connection. Uh, not at the time, I don't think. But uh, we have Michael no. Delzato and uh, Tyler Sagan. Yeah, I didn't even see Sagan in there either. Yeah, uh, they must have uh, not really showed his face. Oh, uh, who were they? You remember the scene where uh, Doug like takes the water bottle from behind the net as they're battling for the puck? Yeah, it's yeah. So it's Sagan and Delzato are those two players. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't paying <laughs> attention to their face at that time. I'll have to go back and look. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so those are just a couple uh, NHL uh, cameos in there, both current and former. So, but I love the yeah. George Peros one in there. Um, and I did tell my Nona actually, uh, as we watched this movie, I was like, yeah, so that guy's actually a former, uh, duck. Uh, he's also the head of NHL player safety right now. And she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there you go. There's everybody else's reaction too. <laughs> um, there is a, a, one other hockey player as well. He, um, in there that you didn't mention, he, he plays for a fictional hockey team though. Uh, Jonesy from Letterkenny. Oh yeah. And, uh, uh, Derek uh, Wayne Wayne's friend, yeah, as yeah, well he's as, the goalie. The, as the goalie. But yeah, he forgot. Yeah, I forgot about Jonesy in there. So um, yeah, love that. You know, it, like these movies are Canadian, and you get the the Letter Kenny reference in there, which is also Canadian. So yeah, I, I love that. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the I guess the, the last cameo that I'm thinking of was uh, James Duffy on Sports Desk. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> That's got to be the best part of the whole movie. Him, with, him with TJ Miller was absolutely oh my. amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanna... He's like trying to be so serious, and TJ Miller is just not having it. <laughs> um, What's the... I just want to see if I can find, like... Oh, yeah. This one, the sports desk. We're all pink on the inside. <laughs> and, James, yeah. and James is just, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's not delivery it's sports desk <laughs> like tj uh, miller you let tj miller just improvise and you're always going to come out with comedy gold if you want yeah. like i 
from what I've seen of him, I think the best thing I can see of TJ Miller improvising is the scene from the first Deadpool movie where Wade reveals how disfigured he is at that point. <laughs> and it was just like, you are haunting. You look like an avocado had sex with another avocado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you look like you... <laughs> or what was the other one that I loved? Looked like your um, face fucked a topographical yeah. map of Utah. Yeah, I love that. Oh one. my god! <laughs> or like the avocado one. Like he, I think he goes deeper on that one too. And it's like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a loving fuck. It was like I hate fuck. Like there's something <laughs> wrong in the relationship, and they were just getting it over with. And I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> or no, it was. Oh, what was the? Oh no, is Freddy Krueger? F- uh, face fuck to topographical map. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god, like so good though. <laughs> yeah, he's he's hilarious. He's got to be one of my favorites. Like so good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, James Duffy was absolutely hilarious with that, and they're like teetering almost, I'd say, on a, like a, on a lawsuit with like how close they're getting to Sportsnet stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, Sportsnet it's sports yeah. desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sports desk sports <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh but all right uh who else do we have as like returning cast oh we got we got quite a quite a few of the returning cast especially the, Mo- the most of them team. did return yeah i i have to say though one of my favorite parts of both these movies still is uh leave schreiber as uh ross the boss ray mm-hmm. um this time taking the uh uh, what was the what's like the sequel to the Rocky series Creed that's what it is uh, he's kind of taking on that Sylvester Stallone Creed kind of role of like he was the enemy or I guess it's not the same as Creed sorry uh, in, ter- in terms of that but like he was the enemy and now he's being the coach uh, essentially on like how to fight and yeah. stuff like that um, but he, he has some good parts too, in there too of. yeah exactly hey he, he comes back spoiler alert um, but I, I love the like it was it was one of the trailers too. But love the part where he like tries to go back into the building and he just fuck and then just turns back. I left my bus pass in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. while we're on that scene too, uh, where he's uh, where Doug asks him to go for hot dogs and then he, Ross is is like what? Oh, yeah. he's like well a hot dog it's like a a sausage and a bun he's like i know what a fucking hot dog is come on <laughs> just shows still how like innocent almost that uh that Doug is yeah and i love that about it too like that's that's where you get so much of the comedy is just like the fact that he is so innocent oh yeah and then you have later when he's laying in bed with uh Eva and she's just like you smell like hot dogs and he just goes yeah oh but uh so i don't know let's kind of we can get into the plot a little bit some of our some more of our favorite uh parts or that sort of thing but that first fight let's just talk about that first fight i guess with uh doug and and anders kane oh that is that is rough that was rough (laughs) yeah that like i feel i just feel sorry for doug after that like yeah it's that was a a lot. Holy shit! Um, yeah, uh, gruesome yeah, too. Uh, no, like Kane didn't hold back at all. He just let him. No, have he it. just he went like, for it. Yeah, yeah. This is my game now. Well, yeah, like with the sports guys, like they're talking about how it's like the yeah, like the proto enforcer or whatever they're calling it, right? And how like they're talking about the whole thing of like that the enforcers are kind of on their way out, and it's this new breed, which 
Anders Kane is kind of leading the way in terms of and stuff like that, at least in the in this league. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, forces Doug into retirement, unfortunately. And <laughs> I love that he starts working at the insurance company. He's in the storage locker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way the boss talks about like the homeless people in the alleyway. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> you want to be like, up before dark. That's when the hand jobs start. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he says it's so like, uh, also we're just like, like concerned almost. I, I don't know the, another way to describe it, but just like, and that's. That's when the hand jobs start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost like it's a horror movie. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be kind of a horror movie if you were to look out your office window and see that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they start, like, pissing on the window that. and everything like that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and, yeah, we see the... I don't know. Okay. I would actually love to see the, like, hockey fighting league. I'd actually love to see that be a real thing. Is that a real thing? and battered? Yeah. I, I, That'd be interesting be. to watch. There's no way it's a real thing. I wish it was, but I don't yeah. think it is. That would be interesting. Um, but I love that, like, when Doug joins to, like, after, like, being coached and whatnot, then they change the thing. It's like a battle royale, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Just, like, like everybody, like, every man for themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. Actually... It uh, it it well not the the bruised and battered officially, but there was like kind of a, a hockey enforcers thing. Uh, it says it was called Battle of the Hockey Enforcers. Uh, it was a sporting event held in Prince George, British Columbia, in two thousand five. Uh, so it looks like it was just a one time thing that they they never got going again. But it did uh actually exist. Oh, interesting. Like, was it like a like a, basically like a fighting game or like what was it? Or is it just like a chance yeah. to like have the enforcers kind of be like the big guys on campus? Um, yeah, no, it sounds like it was kind of like a, basically like it is in the movie, just like a tournament style competition. Um, That's awesome. Ref- yeah, referees that separated them if it if it was getting out of hand. So <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, where they beat the shit out of each other and just leave them on the ice. But yeah, it, it was just like, just like how fighting in hockey actually is. But uh, yeah. That's just all it was. There was no hockey, so. But I love that the uh, the fighting thing is what actually gets Doug back because because uh, the co- like Coach Hiram uh, sees him in the fighting league and was like, he's still got it. He can he can still do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's after Anders just like punches out the entire opposing team and gets suspended. Yeah, <laughs> like that that is a violent man right there. Yeah, no, he's got he's got some anger issues, that's for yeah. sure. But also, like, not to justify it, but it does make sense when you see how much of a fucking prick his dad is. Yeah, no, as much as I hated Anders in this movie, I hated his dad even more. It, it was, was kind of like the sympathetic awful. villain in a way. In a way, yeah. So, Which I, I think they did a really good job of doing um, in this one and the last one, too. Like, they gave Ross uh, yeah. Ray some redeeming qualities in the first one. Yeah. Uh, and in this one too, you know, you, you kind of felt bad for Kane. So, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite part with this though is that at the end of it, it does come out to like the last two games for the Highlanders to sneak into the playoffs again. Yeah, <laughs> and then like even when they do, it's like for the for only the second time in the last ten years they've made the playoffs. So it's like only when there's a movie 
basically made about them do they make the playoffs <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> but like we never find out how far they go or anything like that like did they ever win a championship like yeah uh, probably not <laughs> probably not let's, let's but still <laughs> <laughs> if you're just squeaking into the playoffs with the band of misfits you've got there's no way <laughs> yeah okay which i got a question for you which of the okay. final fights from like the first movie and the second movie which is the most violent let's say not not gore which is the most violent Ooh, i gotta say this one gotta say this one yeah um, I, I almost want to like yeah they do like have each other like being into the glass and stuff like that i almost want to say it's the first one because of like it's it's almost the most violent because of like doug breaking his ankle and stuff like that like yeah that's not really from the fighting though like it was just an unfortunate thing it's not yeah. like ray like stepped on his ankle or anything whereas like all the shit in this one is like just pure hatred between yeah Glad they are going at each other this is definitely the most yeah. gory like you take a look at oh, Andrews sure. at the end of it and he's just like he's suddenly wearing a red jersey like <laughs> yeah yeah so. no like it looks like somebody spilled red paint on the jersey and yeah and the ice like it's all it's so much I love that uh, the end of it, though, and he's just like, no, this is never over. We're going to do it again and again because it's what they want. And he goes and like, that's when Doug throws his shoulder again, and, like has to retire. Mm-hmm. But like, just like as he like tries to take him from behind, basically, and just like turns and uh, just like knocks him the hell out. Yeah. Speaking of, okay, really odd segue, but speaking of taking it from behind, can we talk about oh the scene? God. Can we talk about the scene when uh, Andrews goes to fight the guy, like coming out of the penalty box again, who is the same guy from the last movie? And then Doug goes over there and he's like, This is my job. And they fall into the bench and Doug is on top and it looks like he's taking him from behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and That's... the guy in the penalty box is just like, I don't even want to fight anymore. You ruined the mood. <laughs> I, I watched this movie by myself the other day, and I was so uncomfortable the whole time, even though no one else was around. It was, it was so weird to watch. Oh, it was so funny, though. It, yeah, no, it was hilarious. Yeah. I don't know how they come up with some of this shit, man. I, I feel like they just had, like, we got to get from the beginning of this movie to the end and, like, just do that's, random shit in that's between. Just, that's just Jay Baruchel for you right there, though. Because yeah. um, he also direct he wrote he wrote this movie and I think he wrote the last one as well. But he mm-hmm. he did direct this movie. This was his first time directing. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so Jay is the guy who also plays uh, Pat, um, like Sean or uh, Doug's f- uh, friend from back home. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's why his screen time's a little more limited this time. Um, but he's, he's directing. Yeah, yeah, he's oh. I find it hilarious, but he's the most unsettling character, I think, in the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, there's a couple of things that even I'm going like, uh, that, that went a little far, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. No, he was. He definitely took things too far, which is um, funny. I, yeah. It's my kind of humor. But yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I I really enjoyed LaFlem in this movie as well. Um, yeah. He wasn't as much of a dick. Yeah. Like he, well, he, he had grown all, up, actually, at, he, yeah. He had grown up at this point and whatnot, but um, yeah, it was cool kind of seeing that arc kind of continue in a way. 
Yeah, I would have liked to see more of the bromance between him and Doug, though. Like, yeah. they had some they had some good moments, but I would have would have liked to see some some more of them like hanging out and just doing dumb shit. So yeah, uh, still love uh, Belchi though, Marco Belcor. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <He's> still, <laughs> still great. <laughs> yeah, with the the Russians, or I think they said in this movie they were Ukrainian. Maybe I, think. I don't remember. I could have been wrong. I, either way, Russian Ukrainian yeah. area of the world. <laughs> um, where they uh, where they like make it sound like they're apologizing to him, and it's oh, like, they give so him the sandwich. A really nice lady. Yeah, give him the sandwich, <laughs> and then he's like, he takes a bite, and they're like, the mayo is semen, and <laughs> just without like, the what. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not that I'd want it to happen to me. Not that I would do it to anybody else. That's a fucking hilarious joke, though, actually, to put on somebody. Oh, that's gold, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any, uh, I don't know, any other favorites, uh, favorite people, I guess, in this movie? No, I mean, like, my favorites are the same as uh, as last time. As the last Belcher time, yeah. The just, yeah. Just with the addition of Anders Kane, basically. Yeah, which, uh, I mean... I obviously didn't like him, so yeah, uh, he's not my favorite. I, I, I mean, I think he was a good villain for the mm-hmm. for the movie, but no, I um, him. I uh, just with after seeing this movie and having a small idea as to where they're going with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, after watching this movie, I can't wait for that series to come out because of Wyatt Russell. Actually, yeah, no, he's a super good actor. Actually, yeah. it'll like, be he's a it'll be good. Yeah. He's going to be good in that. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, I was just looking at uh, this movie on IMDb. Uh, it has a 5.8 out of 10 rating. Um, yeah, Rotten would, Tomatoes would you, had it. Would like you give it more 40. than that? Yeah, I would give it more than that personally. Um, but yeah, even Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 43%. I don't know what people were expecting from this movie. It's not like it's a... Yeah, not. You know, well, let's, like take a, a, let's take a look at what the consensus is on Rotten Tomatoes here. Yeah, it's not like it was like a, a big movie that people watched for the story. So I don't know. I thought it was good for what it was. Yeah, it was like a sequel to a cult hit. So that's pretty much what it was, right? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and the sequel got green lit because of like going on Netflix and getting that status, basically. So like, yeah. it wasn't the initial box office by any means. Um, so the critics' consensus here on Rotten Tomatoes for the forty three percent. The audience score was actually lower than the critics at 41. That's very interesting. Uh, is, yeah. Sean William Scott remains as watchable as ever in the title role, but Goon, Last of the Enforcers, repeats its predecessor's violent and profane formula to a diminishing effect. I'm it, trying it to see some of the... very similar to the, the other movie. I'll give it that, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think it was different enough. I'm trying to see... Yeah, like there's... Uh, like the times in the UK, uh, the critic had said just tedious and ultra violent. It's like, yeah, did you watch the first one? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, that's what it's supposed that's to be. What the first one is too. <laughs> I don't think uh, we we really talked about how the first one did in terms of ratings. Yeah, the second one did worse than the the first one. The sex one, the first mm-hmm. one had six point eight out of ten stars on IMDb. What did it have uh, for Rotten Tomatoes? Because Rotten Tomatoes is like the, like an aggregate for uh, a lot of reviews, right? So, yeah. So, you know, a lot of what I like, what I'm reading is just like it. It I it was either like people 
who aren't really for that kind of a movie or it's a lot of people saying like it didn't do the same thing or any better than the first one uh first one had 81 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 71 percent on the audience yeah that's oh 71 to 41 that's quite a dip i think, I didn't think to, it was that bad no i didn't either like i i like really like i said i thought it was better it. honestly mm-hmm. yeah like this one here uh pointless boring and lacks originality and magic mind you this person looks like a jess allen type <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah here like here like here's a one that gave it a like a good score a th- like three out of five but that's still deemed a fresh mm-hmm. uh the film is more of the same and we're talking about some significantly diminished returns but there's some real entertainment value here that's that's the point of it right for yeah, a movie like yeah for a movie like this you're not overly looking for story or that sort of thing you know what if you get it or like a semblance of it that's great but like mm-hmm. you're not looking for a dramatic movie or anything like that like you're going here to watch a funny hockey movie with a lot of violent fights yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's the whole <laughs> Which point is what of you it. got <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly what you got, what you got so but um, if you were to give it a rating out of 10 what do you think you would give it i'm giving it a 69 out of 10 for in honor of Doug Glad, I'm giving the last one that as well, 69 out of 10. Nice. You see, I was going to give it a 7.2 out of 10, but because of what you just said, I'm also going to give it a 6.9. 6.9. There you go. Oh, no, I'm giving it 69. Oh, 69 Six, out of 10. 69 out of 10. Yeah, not a 6.9. Okay, I'm 69. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. There you go. Um, oh. Do you think we're going to see a third one, or do you think because that one kind of bombed? I don't, even, I don't even think it's because it bombed, but I think it's just kind of, I think, I think the story is told. So yeah. I know, uh, Jay Bruchel said like, you know, if it comes, we may explore, like we're kind of exploring a third, but this is one of those movies where I think like, what was it called? Duology. Um, or that sort of thing. Uh, but like just the two movies tell the whole story, right? It has mm-hmm. like kind of the beginning, middle and the middle end so i mean would i watch it yes absolutely but do i think we need it not overly because i think at least but from a story perspective this story is told oh yeah and like i'm I'm pretty happy with it honestly so yeah, yeah no i think it would be good um yeah I, I really don't think it needs a third one i'm happy with just the two yeah i don't want them to like make a third one for money and then just have it suck <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, do you have anything else to add to this podcast here, um, um, Goon related or otherwise? Not really. Um, what are we What are we doing next week, or have we decided yet? Are we going to leave it as a surprise? Uh, let's leave it as a surprise because sounds good. Honestly, yeah, we haven't decided. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so might be another movie review. Might be just we don't. We could just have like a conversation store yeah. or conversation episode or. Do another uh, top 10. We'll see. Yeah, another top 10 of something. So what, uh, I don't know. What do you guys want to see? Tweet us at Crack Report Pod to tell us what you guys want us to do during this time. Um, we still we still have ideas, but we like to we like to get our fan input here. So yeah, let, let us, us know, know what you guys want to. What's working wanna, for you. Yeah, what's working for you? What do you want to hear more of or what do you want to hear us talk about or that sort of thing? So 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This podcast is a production of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you want to listen to more podcasts from the perspectives of other teams, you can check out the other shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. They have one for each of the 31 NHL teams, and all those podcasts come out every Monday, uh, same time as ours. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet, and you can follow our Twitter at QuackReportPod to engage with Nate uh, with all his polls and questions and uh, whatever else he decides to, to to tweet about. I don't know if it's interesting or not. I don't have Twitter <laughs> because I don't want to deal with Nate. But you know. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Wash your hands. Stay, stay six feet apart. Even if things are opening up where you are, be sure to keep that uh, that distance physically and socially. And be safe out there. Thank you guys for listening. Sports Desk. We're all pink on the inside.